The Lord bless you, sir. I hand over to you, sir. And Thank you yes, very sir. much. Thank you very much, my. I'm totally awed and, you know, humbled to be in your midst. And above all, the scripture made it very clear that in every earthen vessel there are great treasures and it is not of any man. So the first thing I want to do is to make a confession that I've been thoroughly blessed already, just been in your midst. Amen. I've been blessed, I've been challenged. So I want to first acknowledge everyone from the opening prayer. You know, I might not remember uh, your names, but uh, I want to thank the, 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 the sister that led the worship, the sister that led the, the praise. Every one of them mm -hmm. had a word from the living God, the word from the Spirit to encourage his church. When you come to a meeting like this, because number one, the Bible made it very clear in Psalms chapter number 50. I want to show you something because God is a, a God that is, you know, he, he uh, Hannah, Hannah in first time to say that God is a God of wisdom. Before him, every action is weighed. Uh, in Psalms chapter 50, look at what God said in that scripture just before we pray and then we go ahead. Uh, it says um, from verse number 12, it says, If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all its fullness. Will I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? It says, Offer to me thanksgiving. And then pay your vow. Then call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will answer you. Hallelujah. Answer, mm -hmm. I will answer you. He said, I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. And one of the sisters was saying something which is the very is the truth. You know, one of the sisters, I can't remember the particular sister, but she made mention that everything we do tonight, that the prayer will be to the glory of God. How does Amen. prayer glorify God? Prayers glorify God when God answered them. Because Jesus said in John chapter 15, Herein is my Father glorified, because you are fruitful. You know what a beauty it will be that everyone on this platform tonight has a testimony. Then the next time we are meant to gather, the next time we are meant to gather, there will be no space on this platform. The reason why some people will shun our gathering is because probably they, they have come repeatedly and they receive nothing. But everybody has a word to encourage us. You know, uh, Pastor Mrs. Mary said something. You know, she made mention of Matthew chapter 7, that God says we should, we should ask, and means keep asking. Jesus said the same thing in Luke 18. Luke 18, he told a story or a parable about the wicked John that doesn't respect man nor fear God. But the word of God reckons that because that woman did not give up. I pray for you tonight that the lie of the devil to throw in the towel will not have any influence upon your life in the name of Jesus. You know, a pastor friend of mine and a prayer partner, he sent me a video just yesterday into this morning. I saw it. It was a video of a, a, a boxing match, two boxers in the ring. And one of them was knocked down the first time they counted before they could count him out, he stood up again. And then they began to box again. They, they put him on the floor again. They counted, he still got up again. And then 
the same man that knocked him down twice. By the time he started punching that man on the head, the referee had to stop the fight. I want I say that to tell you this. You might have fallen the first time. You might have fallen the second time. But tonight, by the mercy of God, the God that gives to those that does not work. For Romans chapter number 11 says, if it is of work, then it's no longer grace. But it has to be grace tonight. I pray that the grace of God that brings salvation tonight will take charge in your situation in the name of Jesus. Amen. The grace of God that brings salvation, that releases. Jesus said, because the Spirit is upon me, is anointed me to bring good news to you that wants to give up. The Lord says tonight that you must keep hanging in there because he is the one that has the final say. Amen. Amen. He is the one that when he speaks, as we read, you know, one of the sisters made reference, I think it's Pastor Mrs. Olari Waji. So that's why I said I've been so thoroughly blessed. She was reading from Psalm 33 that only the counsel of the Lord will stand. Only his purpose for every generation. It doesn't matter how terrible. You know, the reason why we struggle as Christians is that we either we are forgetful hearers or we don't take notice of what we read. There is no man of God in the scripture that didn't get to a time he says, I don't want to continue. Jeremiah says, I've been preaching for years. Nothing is changing. But I can't keep quiet because his word is like fire in my bones. I pray tonight that the seal of God will take you over. That nothing will be able to, to discourage your faith in God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There's nothing, you know, Galatians chapter 5 and verse number 6 says in, 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 you know, it says in, in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision or uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. You see, when you, when a man loves his wife, no matter, that woman does no wrong. Okay. When we fall in love with God, delay becomes bearable. Because we are not following because of what we are looking for. We are following because we are falling in love with him. I tell a short story. You know, I'm just so excited tonight. The power of God is already at work in your situation. Amen. The wind of God will begin to blow tonight concerning your circumstances in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So when, when, when the seeker got to that valley, the Bible says God took him around the whole valley and there were so many bones. The bones was such that they said there's no hope for us. Our situation is beyond redemption. And the Lord said to Ezekiel, son of man, can this boldly say, God only you know. The, the only one that has all wisdom. And he says to the son of, he says to Ezekiel, then, okay, since you already know I can do all things, then speak to the wind. I prophesy by the message of God. Not that I'm a prophet, I'm just a child of God. Because it is written that this time shall follow them that believe. In my name, they will speak. And it to be established. According to the grace of God upon my life, I decree tonight that heaven who the Bible says that I will be zealous because of them. I pray that the seal of heaven will be channeled concerning your situation tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So I was going to tell a story that about myself. 
it got to a time before I left Africa. You know, I I I did a business then. This was 1998, 96, 97. Uh, about $4,000 was a lot of money then. And the whole thing went pear shit. So I now joined myself with some brothers. All we do, because we had no job, is to pray. When people go to work, we'll start praying. Sometimes we'll pray until they come back from work. And then sometimes I will just take my Bible, dress very well as if, I'm, as if I'm going to work. And I'll go to the bus stop, enter the bus, and preach. If you know Lagos, from the solo to a papa, from a papa to, um, to CMS, then to to Obalende and back to Ocean, and I go back to my estate, I lived in the Irakari, in Solon, then, and all that. But you see what? In that time, I never knew the joy that I had in my heart. I still long for that same joy to return. And I remember people were giving testimonies about new jobs, and I stood up and I said, I can't explain this joy. This joy is just overwhelming. It was not because of what was available. Actually, at that time, times, materially, was very tough. But there was a joy that was my strength. With joy, you draw from the well of salvation. And when God began to turn the captivity of Zion, it was like a dream. There's a time. But the Bible says there's hope for the tree. That even at the scent, even if it's cut down, at the scent of water, that water is the word of God. I pray tonight, that the water of the world will visit your situation tonight. Amen. The first prayer we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, tonight I just ask you to take absolute charge, Holy Spirit. That no man will be seen, that Christ alone will be glorified tonight. Now the end, Jehovah, that the heaven will visit the earth in our situation tonight. Amen. The word of God is uh, is Father Abraham had waited for 20 and 4 years. On the 25th year, the Almighty came and visited and spoke and said, according to this time of life, Sarah will give suck. And when Sarah gave birth, she sang this song, I think it's Genesis 26, who would have believed that Sarah will give suck to a child and give Abraham a son in his old age. I pray tonight, everything that men have written up in your life, everything that you yourself have said, oh, it's over, I'll just continue this way. That's where I'm going to end. May the Lord turn it around for good in your life, in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord visit you and may you sing a new song. In that Amen. seemingly impossible situation, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I was telling that story about me, that when God turned my life around, my church then I used to go, I remember several years after I went back, people, my one, one, of, one, one of the brothers was telling me that I was a prayer point. Just, brother, just God did me like brother John, I remember very well, you know. But the key is, Never ever give up on God. Always be full. Always be full of joy. But Romans chapter twelve, verse twelve says, it says, rejoicing always. 
continuing steadfast in prayer and patient in tribulation. When it seems it's not going well, just be patient. Don't go before your time because if you go, life still continues and you'll be the loser. I pray you will not go before your time in Jesus' name. Yeah. We're going to, uh, you know, we don't have that much of a time. We're going to uh, the Holy Communion where we're going to be praying. It's the night of prayer, isn't it? Yes, it's sir. It's the night to pray. So we'll be praying. So your first prayer before we go into the Holy Communion, if you look at Matthew chapter number 13, from verse number 11, I'll read 10 and 11. Matthew 13, 10 and 11. And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak to them in parables? He answered and said to them, Because it has been given to you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it has not been given. You see, there were two people, or there were there was the group of people that was listening. And within that group, there were two there were two different groups. There's a group that the ministry was open to. And there's a group that the word was a parable. You're going to pray for yourself tonight and say, Father, as I hear your word, let it not be a parable in the name of Jesus Christ. Let it not be a parable in the name of Jesus. Let me understand. As I hear, let me understand. As I see, let me perceive. Let my heart not be dull in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Your next prayer tonight is Acts of the Apostles, chapter 19. Acts of the Apostles chapter 19, and I'll read verse 20, Acts 19, 20. It says, So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. Say, Father, 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 Father. Father. Let your word, let your word prevail, prevail over every situation in my life. And lastly, on this segment, uh, your next prayer will be Acts of the Apostles, chapter 20. Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. Acts 20, 32. It says, So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. That's the first thing the word of God does. It builds you up. And then number two, and give you an inheritance. So it is the word of God that your inheritance can be handed over to you among those who are sanctified. So we're going to pray and say, Father, Father, 
by your word tonight. me up. Build me up. Build up my Why? Just to bring us to God. 
Isn't that just amazing? That everything Jesus did was just to simply, if you read it in the, in the uh, easy to read or simple uh, to read, look at what it says, my, my New Living Translation. It says, Christ also suffered. He died once for sin, for all of us guilty sinners. Although he himself was innocent of any sin at any time, that he might bring us safely home to God. That he may bring us safely home to. I pray for you as I pray for myself tonight. Paul said, I have fought a good fight. I've finished my course. There's a crown that is waiting for me. I pray for you and I that the word of God, the gospel of Christ, will bring us safely home to God in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. We will not make a shipwreck of Amen. our calling. We will not fall by the wayside. We will not therefore in vain. Paul said, I did not receive the grace in vain. It was the grace that has taught me how to fear is the grace that brought me thus far. I pray for you as I pray for myself. By the grace of God, you will not be a Christian by by, by label, but you will be a Christian in truth and in spirit. Amen. In the Amen. name of Jesus. Jesus, the death of Christ will not be in vain in our life. Amen. It will simply bring each and every one of us home. He says to God while he was praying for us in John 17, he says, Father, that where I am, that they may be there also with me. The people that you've given unto me. I pray once again for you tonight that when this life is over, when you close your eyes, you will hear, Well done, good and faithful servant. And thank you to the rest that has been prepared for you, even for the punishment of the earth. I pray that you will not run this race in vain, Jesus. Ah, you know, I was, uh, there's uh, this Irish guy in our church, and he was telling me the story. That somebody, you know, a, a, a Catholic, they say he's a born again Catholic. And but he says he doesn't believe the church is going to be raptured before the tribulation, you know. But the fact, and he says, if that is it, where are the martyrs? The, where are those that are going to be killed? But you read the word of God, it tells you, if you read my, uh, Luke chapter number 24, Jesus said, He says, don't allow that day to take you unaware so that you can escape that which is coming. Definitely. Everyone that has chosen to follow God faithfully will not suffer the, the same portion of the wicked. If Abraham said to God when he was praying for Sodom and Gomorrah, Ah, the judge of the whole world, will you make the righteous be like the, be like the, the sinner? No, no, no. So I want us to you know to trust God that we will not we will not we will not be here to suffer what is going to come upon those that rebel against God. Even the Christians that will be left behind doesn't mean that they will not make heaven again. It's just that they are going to pay by their own blood. That is where the martyrs are going to come from. But those that are alive and remain, when the trump of God will sound, the Bible says we will not stop the ones that are falling asleep, but they will rise and we will rise and join them and we'll, be, we'll, make it, uh, we'll meet Christ in the air according to Thessalonians, and will be with him. So I pray for you once again that the purpose for the death of Christ will be realized, will find expression in your life and in my life in Jesus' name. Amen. So you see from this scripture that, you know, God, when he made us, he made us for the sole purpose to be with him. Even when Christ came on earth and called his disciples, the Bible says he called those that he chose and so that they can be with him and learn of him. The first thing God wants from you and me is that we will learn of him and that we will follow him. 
It's not even our offering. It's not even our prayer. It's not even anything. It's just that we will know him and be obedient to him. If you, read the, if you read the word of God from Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, because that is where it all started. When God made man, God told man, and he said to man, every tree in the garden you can eat from, you know, but the tree in verse chapter 2 from 15 says, don't eat the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But the day you eat that tree, you will die. And that is still the same thing to today. That death is not physical death. That death is separation from God. Anytime we go against the will of God, anytime we disobey God, what happens? There's a separation. There's a separation. So tonight, before we begin to make pronouncements and prayers, we must make sure that we sort out, we pray the prayer, we pray the prayers and ask God to forgive our sin. But you know, sometimes every one of us is a product of what we know. You cannot believe more than what you know, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You, you can't believe above what you know. That's why, that's why the Bible says my people are perishing because they lack knowledge. Oh. What you what you know would would, would would you know would depend on what you're going to respond. Look at Psalms. So for us to get a good understanding, look at Psalm 50 again. I go back to that Psalm 50. I read it before, where I was reading, telling us about um, God wanting us to praise Him and call upon Him in the time of trouble. He would answer us. Look at Psalm 50. I read it again from verse number. 15 and 16. It says, Call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. This, that, is, that is for the person that loves God. And then it turns around on verse 16. What does it say? It says, But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to declare my statutes? What right have you to, to quote the Bible if you don't obey God? If you don't follow God with all your heart, if you're still living in adultery, if you're still living in fornication, if you're still lying, if you're still cheating, if you're still envy, if you're still backbiting, if you're still full of jealousy, if you're still full of, you know, a strife, if you're still unforgiving. Jesus said in Mark chapter 7, said these are the things that come from within the heart. And they're the ones that defy. So I pray tonight. He says, What right have you? So we must make up our mind tonight. Because the word of God says in Psalm 66 and verse number 18, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will never hear me. That's it. You see, God can sometimes out of credit, you know, God gives us sometimes miracle by on credit. Just trusting that this one, just to show his love. Because if you read Romans chapter 5, verse 8, he said, While we were yet sinners, while we were yet enemies of God, Christ died for us. So sometimes we, we might be doing the wrong thing and things might seem to go well. But Paul says, Don't you know that the goodness of God is meant to bring you close to God? It's not meant to harden your heart and you say, okay, after I'm doing this thing and it's still working, so God, God, God understands. God does not understand. The only thing God understands is, is 
says in the word of God in Psalms chapter number 84, verse 11, says God will give grace, God will give glory. He will not hold back any good thing from them that walk uprightly. So tonight we must make up our mind if we want God to hear us. Because as we pray, the Lord will surely hear us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You know what happens? When man sinned against God, when man sinned against God, look at the scenario. What happened is that God says, if you sin, if you eat that fruit of going to die, and you know that God can never lower his standard, so because God has said, if you eat that fruit, you will die. If you read Ezekiel chapter number 18 from verse 4, God said, this is my law. This is my rule. This is my rule of engagement. This is my standard. That any soul that sins will die. We're going to pray from that place because I just feel we need to pray and pray very well this night. So as, as I'm speaking, we'll be praying alone. If you have the Bible, open it to Ezekiel chapter number 18. And we're going to pray just one prayer point from that place. So we're going to reject everything that I don't know about everything at work through the blood of Christ. Because what God told us in Colossians chapter number 2 and from verse number 13 that even though we're there in our sin and on, and, 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 and you know he says that we were, we were dead in our sin and the circumcision of our flesh. But he made us alive together with Christ when he forgave us our sin. And then he took away the handwriting of burdenant that was against us. Every agreement that is against you, every covenant entered on your behalf is not your portion. The only covenant you're connected to is the covenant in the blood. And that's what we are looking at tonight. Um, verse 4, um, Ezekiel 18.4. Look at what it says. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father, as well as the soul of the Son, is mine. The soul who sins will die. The soul that sins will die. I like the way this simple Bible to, you know, puts it. Look at what it says. I'll just read it very quickly. Uh, 18, 18 verse 4. It says, uh, For all the souls are mine to judge, fathers and sons alike. My rule is this. It is for a man's own sin that he will die. It is for a man's own sin. God is saying, if you read verse 1, he says, this proverb, nobody should use it again, that the fathers have eaten the grape, and the children's teeth are still on edge. We're going to pray tonight and say, any covenant at work in my life, any covenant that is at work in my life, I know nothing about tonight by the blood of Jesus. I remove it. I remove it. I 
Amen. Because of the blood, when man sinned and God said man will have to die. Because if man were to pay the price, then if man died, man would die forever because man has no power to rise from the grave. That was the first situation. The second situation is that even the man that paid the price, as if man was to die, man was not even righteous because we are paying the price for sin. And if you are not okay, for instance, if I'm owing the, if I'm owing money in in a in a uh, uh, credit union. You cannot come and set me free from credit union if you don't have money. So how, can man, how can man that is a sinner pay, pay the price for sin? He's not worthy to pay the price. That's why these people that sing a song say, he paid the price or he paid the debt. He didn't owe. He paid the debt. I couldn't pay. So he paid. He didn't owe it. We that owe the debt could not pay. So you see, number one, man committed the sin. And man, if man was to pay, man would be dead forever. Number two, even if man was willing to pay, man is not clean enough to pay. So number three, what happened is that, and the person that has to pay this price must be like a man. Because God, God cannot just be like God and come and pay for man. Then that would be, that would be cheating. I, 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 I want you to understand me tonight. Yes, sir. That the first thing is that we were not worthy to pay the price. We were not even able to pay the price. And if we, if that price has to be paid, look at what the Bible says. Go to Hebrews chapter two. Hebrews chapter two. No. Hebrews chapter. I just read it. I'm not going to go through everything. So like we just have to start praying because the time is fast running away. Hebrews chapter number two. And I'll read 14. If, if you find it before me, you can read it for me. Hebrews 2, 14 and 15. Okay, I, I'm there now. I'm there now. It says, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and do what? And release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You know, that's why the songwriter says that uh, in Christ alone, my hope is found. No fear in, in no, no guilt in life, no fear in death. When we are still afraid of death, it's because we, there's something we are not doing right. If you read Ecclesiastes chapter seven from verse one, it says a good name is better than is better than is better than gold, silver and gold, and it says the day of death is better than the day of birth because it is the day of birth is when your struggle begins. The day of death is when you're coronated if you're a child of God. 
It's like it's like if you're if you're from Africa or you're and you're going home now. Imagine the way when you land at the airport and get to your house wherever you're going. The joy and jubilation of the whole family. That's the way the Bible says precious in the sight of God is death of a sinner. So we must be praying to God. Jesus Christ became a man so that he would he would destroy the power of death over man. Amen. And that's what we're that's what we're celebrating tonight. I pray upon your life every power that is threatening you to you know that, that the Bible says the, 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 the devil or the thief cometh not to steal, cometh not for to steal, to kill and to destroy. We're going to pray for yourself right now that every power threatening death, death of destiny, death of marriage, death of death of death of 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 of, 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 of your business, death of your prosperity, any form of death at all. Jesus Christ so what had to happen if man committed sin and if he wasn't able to pay if he wasn't even worthy to pay and then what did god do god now became a man and then came in the form of a man. That's why Romans chapter number 8 says what the Lord could not do. That God did it by sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And on the account of sin, he destroyed, uh, he destroyed sin in the flesh. On account of sin, he came as a sinful flesh. And on account of sin, destroyed sin in the flesh. So that now those of us that live according to the spirit, we are no longer under the power of the enemy. So that's what Christ came to do, to set us free, to set us totally free. We're going to go straight to the Lord's table because I just want us to begin to pray. We go to the Lord's table. So I want you to know tonight, the first thing, the first thing, the principle of prayer. The Bible told us that the prayer of the wicked is an abomination. It's an abomination. Abomination. I think uh, maybe we might need to mute ourselves to avoid the echo. Praise God. Okay, yeah. Praise God, yeah. So that is it. That as long as we have made peace with God, then God is now obligated. God is not under any obligation if we are not obeying him. That's what John chapter 14 says. It says, if you, if you know, anyone that believes in me, the works I do, he will do greater work than this. And it says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So I pray, as we have confessed our sins repeatedly, I pray that the grace to go and sin no more will come upon our lives in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The, the grace to go and sin no more. Tonight, the word of God makes it clear. 
in Hebrews chapter number 10. Hebrews chapter number 10. So therefore, brethren, Hebrews 10 from 19. Hebrews 10, 19. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and a living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart, with full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. I explained it just quickly that what is encouraging us is that number one, it's the blood that gives us access to God's presence. And it says now we are in God's presence that we should come with a true heart, with our conscience sprinkled from every form of evil conscience. That means any form of doubt, anything that will make us to think that what you're praying is not going to happen. So let us draw near with a true heart, with full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from evil conscience. That's why the Bible says, let no evil heart of unbelief be found in you. I pray tonight that when you begin to speak, your heart will be connected to your tongue in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, let us hold fast our confession. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. He who promised is faithful. In the same night, I want us to bless. If you have your bread ready, if you have your bread ready, you, you, I'm going to pray over every bread. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you. Because it is written that, I, that for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. And when I had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Father, we thank you for this body. For it is written that the body was broken for us. So that through this body, we have healing. Amen. Through this body, we have access to the holiest place. Amen. Through this body, we have victory over every works of the enemy. Amen. Through this body, our sins have completely been forgiven. Amen. We ask as we eat tonight, Jehovah, that the fullness of the grace that the death of Christ has brought will be our portion. He died for our sin. He rose for our justification. But as we eat tonight, I ask, oh God, that the life that is in Christ, the life that is in Christ, for the life of the being is in the blood, that the life of Christ will begin to flow in each and every one of us. The life to live a sinless life, the power to overcome every works of the devil, let it be released upon your church tonight Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Amen. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the body of Christ. And when he had given, and in the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. These do as often as you do it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread 
and bring this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. In the name of the Father, Amen. The Son, Amen. And the Holy Spirit, Amen. He may not drink the blood of a second time apart from sin, but for salvation. We're going to make these confessions after me as we pray. So I'd like you to repeat after me. I'll read the scripture and then we'll pray. I'll read the scripture and then we will pray. So our first scripture will be the word of God in Colossians chapter number 2, 13 and 14. Colossians 2, 13 and 14. It says, uh, it says, and you being dead in your sin and the circumcision of your flesh has he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against you, which was contrary to you, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Say with me, Father, Father, thank you for cleansing me. Thank you for cleansing me. From all my sins. From all my sins. And cancelled all covenants. And cancelled all covenants. Knowing or unknowingly. Knowing or unknowingly. That has bound me. That has bound me. Therefore, tonight. Therefore, tonight. I declare that the Son of God has set me free. I declare that the Son of God has set me free. From failure. From failure. From sickness. From sickness. From lack. From lack. And oppression in Jesus' name. And oppression in Jesus' name. And I declare it. The Lord has set you free. Thank God for your zeal. Thank God the Lord will hear you in Jesus' name. Our next prayer is we'll take from First John chapter 4 and verse 10. First John chapter 4 and verse 10. He say, Hearing is love, not that we love God, but he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. To be the propitiation 
So you're going to repeat after me. Say, Father, Father, tonight, I decree and end. I decree and end to every negative manifestation in my life. To every negative manifestation in my life. Every negative manifestation in my life. God, Every negative manifestation, every, every negative, negative manifestation, manifestation in my life or household, in my life or household, that has its origin, has its origin from an evil covenant. Because my Lord has offered Himself for my sins I refuse to bear any consequence that the blood of Jesus has paid for Yes, every negative consequence that Jesus has paid for, I will not bear it. I will not bear I said chapter 53 and verse 10. I said 53 and verse 10. It says, Yet it pleased, yet it pleased the Lord to prove Hebrews chapter. Chapter 2, verse 10, Hebrews 2, 10. It says, For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the shattering of their salvation perfect through suffering. 
Because God wanted you. He wanted me. He made Christ to suffer. That's what the Bible is telling us here. It's him that he, he, he became him for whom are all things. Because the Bible says nothing was made, John chapter 1, except that which he made. In him is life, and that life is life of man. But God made him to suffer. He endured grief. He was, they spat on him. They, they pierced his side because of you and now. He cried out, my love of ungodliness. For every and wickedness. I refuse. I refuse. I reject. I renounce. I renounce any yoke from the hands of the wicked. Any yoke from the hands of the wicked. Any yoke from the hands of the wicked. An ungodly man. An ungodly man. Joel, Joel, chapter number three. Joel chapter, sorry, chapter 2, actually. Chapter 2. Joel chapter 2 from verse number 17. It says, Let the priest who minister to the Lord weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord. Do not give your heritage to reproach that the nations to rule over them. Why should they pray among the people for their God? Your prayer in that place is that, you know, when the Bible is talking about nations, it's actually talking about people. When, 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 when Rebecca, the wife of Isaac, was pregnant with his son Jacob, they say two nations was in her womb. Yes. So nations are actually people. So you're going to pray that prayer, that the rod of the wicked, that wicked people will not rule your life. Jesus Christ has said to you pray from every The Lord is in the name of the God of Jacob defend you. May the Lord hear you when you call. Amen. Amen. May the Almighty, the God that opens and none can shut, may the Lord from henceforth, by the reason of these prayers tonight, may the heaven over your life be opened in the name of Amen. Amen. May He give His angels charge over you. Amen. It is written, I found David my servant, and with my holy oil of anointed him. Tonight, may the Lord anoint you a fresh for victory over all your enemies. May the wicked not be able to outsmart you in the name of Jesus. May the Lord Lord play as many as hate you in the name of Jesus Christ. As many as rise against you, may they fall right before you in the name of Jesus Christ. It is written that the Lord is your life and your salvation, whom will you? I pray from tonight, as many as I sense against you, they will become irrelevant in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord is with you, as the mighty and awesome God. Your adversaries, they will will never prevail over your life. Amen. 
believe that when you go out into the world with you, when you come into the world with you, Amen. God says in Zechariah 2 verse 5, I will be a wall of fire surrounding them. May the Lord be a wall of fire surrounding you and your household in the name of Jesus. May he be the glory in the midst of you. May he hide you continually under his feather in the name of Jesus. In the almighty God, may he give you, may, may he written that when the, the mountains melt like wax before God, may the Lord go before you and let every mountain be brought low to the name of Jesus. Because I have called upon him, may he answer you tonight. Amen. And may he satisfy you with long life and truly salvation in Jesus' name. It shall surely be well with you. You will be a source of blessing. Your even as daddy has prayed for us, your blessing will begin to overflow and, and minister to men in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you and keep you. Whenever I hear of you, let it be good news in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Shalom and thank you.